0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Before we get into Yovana Mendoza's episode, I wanted to tell you that we are doing a pre-order, okay? This is an exclusive pre-order on Shop Skinny Confidential. We have entered the body category. This is a category that I have been wanting to enter for so long, but I really wanted to do it right. So I went to you guys and I asked you what you wanted about two years ago. And so many of you came back that you wanted a body sculpting tool. So I actually worked with an architect to design something that was 3D. I literally ordered every single body sculptor on the market. And I saw that a lot of them, most of them actually, were 2D. And for a woman's body and a woman's curves and a woman's butt and legs and all the things, I felt like it needed to be 3D. I like to use this after I get out of the shower with my favorite body oil and I'll use the body sculptor to just really sculpt my legs, especially around my cellulite, my butt, my arms. It can help with collagen production. It can help with reducing inflammation. It even can help with circulation. So those are the three things that I really notice. I love to use it on my cellulite. (laughs) That's actually how I became obsessed with this contraption to begin with. So if you're looking for a way to upgrade your body routine, you've got to check out La Spoon. It's on shopskinnyconfidential.com. We're doing a pre-order right now. And I'll definitely do some video on this so you guys can see the visuals.
0: She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostic are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Uh Aha!
2: 2018 comes around, and that was the year that I started to really feel like okay this is like i'm really not feeling great and i always felt hungry i would carry a bag of supplements everywhere i went like i would take so many supplements and then at the time one of my team members that was with me she was vegan for 10 years and she she had just switched to eating animal protein she's like what if you just incorporate some eggs into your diet like maybe this will help you feel better and that's when i started to like toy around with the idea like maybe this is what i need to do because i've already tried eating all the tofu all the tempeh and so once I got married, it was like, okay, I want to be a mom eventually. I want to get pregnant. So I kind of have to think about like my body and my health a little bit more seriously.
1: We've got a story for you today on the podcast. Yovana Mendoza, formerly known as Ravana, A lot of you might recognize her as Ravana. She used to be a raw vegan influencer. And today she's talking about how she transitioned to a non-vegan diet after a health scare. She'll tell you all about her story, creating healthy living content, her life on social media. She has millions of followers, and she went through this crazy transition in front of a lot of people, and there were a lot of haters and trolls. We also talk about her experience with incorporating animal protein into her diet, and of course, how she deals with internet scandal. Yavana's super open on this episode. I think it's like you've never seen her before. Yovana, welcome to the Him and Her Show.
2: This is The Skinny
0: Confidential, him and her.
1: I am so curious how you even got into raw food to begin with. Like, is this something that you saw on a commercial? Did you read it in Us Weekly? Did a friend tell you about it? Like, how do you even get into raw food?
2: So the way that it happened, it was 2013 and I had just had my uh, surgery to get implants. So I got an implant surgery. The doctor was like, hey, you know, after surgery, you can't drink, you can't smoke because I was smoking cigarettes at the time. I was like drinking and just like being like a normal just person. You know, I was living in Mexico City working and I was like, "Okay, well, I guess I'm going to use this as like a little detox. Maybe I'll lose some weight. So then I got the surgery and I was like for the first time in my life, like in bed, just like with myself, I couldn't drive. So I don't know why, but I started asking myself like questions like, what's my purpose here? I started realizing that I wasn't truly like happy and like nothing excited me in life. So I came up to my dad and I was like, hey, like I'm going through this. Like, what do you think I should do? Because at the time I was already taking anxiety meds. And and so he's like, hey, go to this place called Optimum Health Institute in San Diego and you're going to go detox there. And he had been there because he's always suffered from a lot of allergies and addictions, too. We'll we'll I'll get to that. So he's like, go there. You'll detox. You'll eat raw foods and drink juice and get massages. And I was like, OK, so I was there for a week. And then after a week, of so I got there and all you could eat was raw foods. And I had never heard of this term. I, like I knew about vegetarianism, but I never knew about raw foods. So a lot of the people there that were there, they were actually sick. They were they had cancer or had diabetes or high blood pressure. And I was the youngest person there. So then I started feeling really good. Like I just started feeling like a lot of energy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like maybe this is what I need to do. Just like change my like do this for a little while and then I ended up staying two weeks and then at the, the second week I was like okay I think what I need to do to feel better is to stop drinking alcohol so how, I how
0: often were you drinking
2: like I was having blackouts every weekend oh wow okay. yeah just okay. like you so you're, you're, I you're didn't, getting after it yeah 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 it was just like I I extended my party season from college to you know being in my 20s And so a lot of people do that. Yeah.
0: I I may have been guilty of that at times.
2: It was fun, but I feel like I was getting to a point where it was just getting out of hand. And I realized that it wasn't leading me down a good path. So I grew up Christian, you know, I believe in God and Jesus. And so I knelt down like one day, like random, like I hadn't prayed in years. And I was like, God, like I need help. Like I I know that I that I have to stop drinking alcohol, but I can't really do it alone. I I need like a higher power to help me. So honestly, like after that day, I just didn't really feel like that much of a craving. I did have like a few drinks after that, but that was like the thing that I was like, I have to substitute whatever I was doing. So I went to a, a total, total extreme of eating raw foods, juicing. I got a juicer, a Vitamix. Like I was like, I'm going to do this. I got books. And then um, I went back to Mexico City and I started doing this and I was like, who's like even eating this way? Because I kept the raw foods after the detox. And Wait, was, Would you like,
0: say you have an addictive personality or was it just something um, you are just like partying a lot? I
2: definitely feel like so alcoholism does run in my family from both sides, from my mom and my dad. They don't drink anymore. No one like barely any. A lot of my family members are actually in AA because it's like a known thing. I definitely feel like I have addictive extreme tendencies, which I am like always like I'm I'm very aware of that. Sure. So I try to like keep myself balanced and check.
1: And when just to go back for one second, you said that you, when when you decided to go to this clinic after you got your implants that you were unhappy? Looking back before that, what was making you unhappy? Was it the alcohol?
2: I think it was like when you drink, you get into a depressive state and like al- alcohol alcohol is like a, like, I don't know if you've ever had just like the Sunday, what do you call it? Like when Sunday you, scary. Yeah, we've, had, we've had a couple of the Sunday scaries I've <laughs>
0: <About 20 laughs> well, of the Sunday just <laughs> <were> like,
2: <laughs> No, but you know. I um, just felt like, my life. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> you think,
0: know, <laughs> I, I, I want to be careful on how I say this, but I think there's people who obviously really struggle with addiction and can't partake in yeah. substances at all because it just doesn't fit their psychological makeup or their personality. Mm-hmm. But then I think there's some people that have just got into this habitual social drinking space, right? Like mm-hmm. wait, L- Lauren and I did that, and I, I don't think people realize how much that stuff affects their system until you really get it out of your system for a while. For sure. And we've talked about it on the show, taking long, long breaks and it completely changed our relationship. But I I think sometimes people, they go through life like, hey, I'm a little depressed or I'm a little off or something's not right. And they don't think like, hey, well, I'm drinking alcohol every mm-hmm. single week, multiple times a week. And maybe mm-hmm. they don't have, quote unquote, an addiction or a problem with it, like some people in, in AA do or, or whatever. But I don't think they really understand what it's like to have it out of their life and how much different you feel when your body completely detoxes from it.
2: A hundred percent. And that's what I felt like. I had never had it completely out of my life for many years. And I think when I experienced that, I was like, like I kind of felt like how I felt when I was younger, like 15, 16, when I didn't drink. And, um, And I felt great. And I started, you know, at this place I learned about the importance of getting sunlight and like exercising and walking and like what is a chiropractor and colonics and wheatgrass juice and all like I was introduced into this wellness world that I was like, oh, my gosh, is this amazing? Like I was just I don't know why I was so attracted to it. So um, so I left there and I like stopped smoking because I was smoking like half a pack of cigarettes. I lived in Paris. I went to college and I lived in Paris for like three and a half years. So like I picked up the, the habit of smoking cigarettes <laughs> and I just started living my life differently. And then as I was doing this, I started sharing it on my personal social media. Like I started sharing like the juices that I was making, the smoothies, and then like my friends started asking like oh what are you doing like what's this recipe and it kind of like there was a word of mouth that like people started just following me on like my personal instagram and facebook and then one of my friends was like you should open up a blog and i was like what's a blog and she's like it's this website and you'll like write on there and you can put your recipes and like i want to see all of that you should do it and i was like okay i'll do it so I did it and it was like kind of like my little hobby, you know, like after work, I would go and like I was so excited to like write on my blog and stuff. And and then eventually I was like, who else is doing this? So I went on YouTube and I found some people that were raw vegans. And I was like, oh, my gosh, There's like there's like a whole community of these people
1: are we talking like freely the banana girl yeah. is that like the is that the, yes. the the moment in time yes okay
2: yes freely the banana girl fully raw christina and of, of some other people and i was like oh my gosh like they, but that i was like they're like like this is like a lifestyle this is like a thing so then because everywhere i was living in mexico city i would go to restaurants and i'd be like i'm raw vegan people would be like, what's that? Like, <laughs> this is like 10 years ago. <laughs> and then and they were like, they didn't even know what vegan was. They were like, oh, can you eat cheese? I'm like, no. So then eventually I was like, I, was, I, I said, I want to learn more and I want to help people because I was getting so many questions. So I signed up for IIN for Institute of Integrated Nutrition to become a health coach and like learn more about holistic healing And then I found Dr. Graham, who was like this raw food chiropractor doctor who wrote a book, the 80-10-10 diet. And so I reached out to him. I went to all of his retreats and I got like really into it. I was like, I want to know everything there is to know about raw foods. And I want to teach people because I really thought that that was the healthiest way that you could eat.
1: And at this point, What are you noticing from eating raw? Like looking back, what what are the things that you were that you were like so
2: obsessed with this way of eating? Tons of energy, but I almost felt like high, you know, like a like a like a like happy all the time. A lot of energy. I was exercising, running a lot and I just felt like very clear minded. But now looking back, I was like kind of like in a cloud, like I was not very grounded at all. It was like kind of like a high, you know. But I felt really good, and I think a big part of it was because obviously I cut out all these things.
0: That's the thing I always all ask. All these like bad things. People in this space is, you know, and I, I'm sure we're going to get into some of the the meat and, and some some of those choices, but. What were some of the things that you cut out immediately? Like, obviously, you're saying smoking or yes. alcohol. Meat, meat, dairy. dairy.
2: I mean, grains. I mean, anything cooked. All I ate was raw foods, raw fruits and vegetables. Like, give us That's a day in the I life
1: ate. when you're eating raw. Like, tell me, what, what so are you waking up? Raw at? means
2: you can't
0: cook anything?
2: You don't cook anything. So you wake up, I would eat like half a watermelon. I don't know, fruit, usually half a watermelon or like five mangoes. And then for lunch, it would be like an acai bowl or a smoothie with just fruit. You can add granola because that's cooked. And then dinner would be like a huge salad with like an avocado dressing.
0: Can I ask maybe an ignorant question? And people always get mad at me. <laughs> these, But I understand ethical choices around going vegan or plant-based, right? Yeah. If you have a problem with, with eating meat. I don't understand the health perspectives, which I'm sure we're going to talk about, but I understand the ethical reasons. I don't understand at all why people would feel inclined to not cook their food.
2: Explain is, it explain, to Yeah, because I need to, I, I understand, but he, need, yeah. he needs a little. So the reason is, I mean, this is what raw foodists will tell you is because when you cook food, you like kill all the nutrients so you're 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 not getting the nutrients from the food so you're cooking the fruits and the vegetables and so when you eat them raw you're eat them you're eating them in their purest form and so your body is like absorbing everything better okay okay which like now to me doesn't make sense because it's really hard to digest a lot of these foods that I was eating, like the big salads, and so since it's hard to digest them, it's hard for your body to extract those nutrients too.
1: Here's what I will say, and I would lo- you're the perfect person to ask this too. If someone gets diagnosed with a, a disease, mm-hmm. and they say, "Okay, I'm gonna focus all my energy on fighting this disease, and I'm gonna cut out smoking, and I'm gonna cut out alcohol, and I'm gonna cut out meat, and I'm gonna cut out, you know." processed cheese and and just gets really, really like specific with their diet and changes to vegan. Yeah. They are obviously going to feel better because they've cut out alcohol and smoking and the shitty meat. And so this is where it becomes tricky.
2: Yeah. Because they're
1: obviously going to feel better that they've cut out all these toxins. Mm -hmm. But I think where where we're running into a problem as a society is people are becoming complete extremists. Yeah. Yeah. So, so keep going with your story because yes. I feel like you're the perfect person to talk on. Yes.
2: Yeah, so I, I mean, I have, I have a, one of my really good friends. She had cancer, thyroid cancer. And so she went on a raw foods diet for like a couple of years and went through all this like healing and, and she, she, she healed. And I feel like the diet and now she eats normal. Now she eats, she eats everything. But yeah, I think that's what happens to a lot of people. They like cut out all these things and they think, oh, meat was the problem. Dairy was the problem they think all these things was the problem when in fact it was the processed food. It was the junk food. It was the alcohol, the cigarettes sugar. or the
1: shitty meat or like the, the sugar. Lo- yeah. yeah. Where's the meat the coming meat, from? Exactly. Yeah.
2: Where is the meat coming from? So that's where that's that's what I thought, you know, it, like I would I would I, I would tell people like eating meat is like like it's it's so bad for you. You're gonna your arteries are going to get clogged up. You're going to like feel lethargic. And it's and because also I was just feeding my my like I was just getting information from like a bias, like from just the plant based and the vegan movement. So and that's all I wanted to know, too. Like I was completely close to everything else because I really thought that this was like the healthiest way of eating. But after a few years, like my body just started to not feel as great like the first two years you know i felt really good and i feel like part of it was because my body still had like nutrient reserves you know but eventually like i started feeling like like my my period went away i didn't have a period for for like two years which was you know off and then and then the raw food would be like oh that doesn't mean that you're not ovulating like it's like it's okay if you don't have a period so yeah yeah. Yeah. Like the the like. So. um, Yeah. So eventually I went to get blood work done and then I was deficient in some things. And so I was like, OK, I'm going to my I was already craving cooked foods. So at year three, I include cooked like sweet potatoes and beans and rice. And I just switched to a vegan diet. So I switched to a vegan diet and then I felt a little bit better. But then it just it wasn't great like you know like my my gut wasn't like my digestion wasn't great my hormones weren't getting better my iron levels like were never like at the optimal and so, so as, you were
0: measuring this stuff with a with a doctor as you were as you were progressing
2: yes yes i was measuring ever since i switched to a vegan from raw vegan to vegan i was like measuring and like i i like i it was, i was never like super super deficient but i was never at like a good optimal level And then I could also I got to a point eventually where I had to just be honest with myself and be like, okay, like is like, do you really feel good? Like, do you feel like do you really just like is this really working for you and just get that like. And and once I had that conversation with myself, I was like, okay, I'm gonna really do this. So I started to seek out doctors, like vegan doctors and being and being open about this. Like, hey, listen, I'm not feeling great.
1: But there's something that you also have to speak on. Simultaneously as this is going on, you have a huge following. Yes. How much anxiety are you having? Your name on YouTube is Ravana. Yes, yes. Okay, so you are known as the raw food girl. Yes. So I can only imagine at that time, because I remember that time, Yeah. when the trolls were really out. I mean, they're still out. So what
0: happened? You cook a sweet potato and people lose their shit? Yeah, so like
1: when you're cooking a sweet potato all of a sudden, what's going on? Like you got to take us through, like, because you're almost living two lives. You're living like this parallel life where it's your real life and then you have this online
2: persona. For sure. Yeah, so I forgot to, to mention that. So as I'm... Going through this journey of being raw vegan and vegan. I'm also sharing all of this. So my social media starts growing. And then eventually I changed my name to Ravana. So everyone called me Ravana. Like even my parents called me Ravana, my sister, my brother. And also, one thing so when I started my YouTube channel, I was the only Hispanic spanish-speaking vegan on youtube for like three years like there was no one else on there so and she's
1: not gonna say this but you were i mean you still are huge this is yeah. not like you didn't have like a couple thousand followers. well i
2: imagine
0: that community rallied oh my around gosh you as well yeah because well, you you were one of the only ones
2: i was i mean I, I i like helped like the that community grow in latin america Sure. so yeah that's that's actually like how my how my social media started. So when I got on YouTube and I saw all these people doing raw foods, I was like, there's no one doing this in Spanish. Like there's no one like why is no one talking about this? Like there's no information on like raw foods, vegan veganism. And so I was like, I'm going to do it. And so I went back to live to San Diego to my parents house and I started my YouTube channel. And it just also all like it all like really aligned. Like I found a guy who was like He found me and he's like, hey, I want to help you start a YouTube channel. So he would come to my house. He would film. He would edit. He would do all of these things. And I like didn't really have to do much. So I was like, oh, my gosh, it's like meant to be like everything is just happening. And I was really and like I was helping a lot of people. I was like it's like. I don't. I don't want to make it seem like oh, vegan is veganism is all bad. Most of the people that follow me and that followed me at the time were people who were just trying to eat more fruits and vegetables. And yeah, so I don't think that, that's
0: bad at all. I think yeah. where you maybe get into some difficulty is when people go so extreme and they make it their identity.
2: Yes. Right. Yes. Like your
0: diet becomes who you are. Yeah. Which is always kind of a strange thing. It's like if 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 the majority of who you are is based around the food you're eating, that's a weird position to be in.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and then that's what happened to me. I mean, it became part of my identity. It was like my name and like and it was, yeah, the social media, like it just exploded. It grew a lot. And so as I'm like starting to not feel great on this vegan diet, I'm like, you know, having millions of people follow me. So I have ebooks out. I'm, you know, I have my app. I have I'm working with brands. So it's this whole like brand that I've built on veganism like I was like I had the flag like I am the vegan Latina so what's
1: you know? the first <laughs> little trickle of the sweet potato how did you how did you implement so, the lentils wait, into was, this conversation
2: I was joking was it
0: really a sweet potato that that's it was off? a
2: pumpkin well that was like when I first when I went to, <laughs> to when I started eating vegan <laughs> and I remember
0: <laughs> you know this is this is why though <laughs> listen I know people people on the internet are wild the the oh, <laughs> The reason that I personally have never been able to take anger on the internet seriously' yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, again, like I've just never cared about what people are flustered about is because I am now sitting on this show learning that people <laughs> are mad that somebody <laughs> cooked a fucking pumpkin.
1: And I, lost hold on. Their- I need to hear like the pumpkin story. I can't. Story. I'm basing. Anytime <laughs> i me.
2: see, wait, anytime I mean, I there's see, a video on YouTube where I'm like eating my first cooked food and I don't know how many years. I see a bad comment, did. I'm like,
0: are you one of the people that's mad about the pumpkin? That's what goes through my mind. And listen, it, it's it's completely warped my idea of what I perceive to be reasonable to be upset about. And now I just discount what everyone's upset about because I can't trust masses on the internet anymore
2: yeah well the raw food community was not happy actually
0: oh, I, I bet they're gonna be pissed about this
2: but. yeah i remember when i went i when i i went to a raw food festival in canada and i was a speaker but i was no longer raw vegan like i got some looks but i think when i when i went from raw vegan to vegan it wasn't that big of a deal because i feel like a lot of people most of the people were happy because they're like oh like <sighs> Like I don't have to be raw vegan, you know? Like or like it's they didn't feel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a little bit of a real- <laughs> and it was just like there were there's obviously more vegans than raw vegans out there. So but let, me, let me
0: ask you this. I imagine at the time when this is going on and you're in this microcosm where you're getting maybe some flack, it, mm-hmm. it probably feels, you know, intense, right? People are attacking you online and you're yeah. in this community that feels very sizable because it's this cosm of the internet. But if you then went to somebody maybe outside that community said, Hey, I'm in this big fight. This person's really mad that I cooked this pumpkin. Like, <laughs> you know what no, I mean?
2: They would think that they were crazy. Yeah. 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 No, it was, I mean, but for me, it was a big deal yeah, because no, I was, sure. I was raw vegan for th- like, I was truly, I didn't eat, I did not eat one cooked thing for three years. Like even everything, like even, I wouldn't even eat like raw or like cooked, well, I'll so say this about you then:
0: you are disciplined.
2: So when you I get am, on, yeah.
1: <laughs> when you get on the video and you say, "I'm eating my cu- first cooked food," and you eat a pumpkin, what's the reaction? Tell me exactly what it's like.
2: Most people, again, like I said, were happy. They were like, "They were like, oh, like you're listening to your body, like good for you." And I feel like I hadn't been like I had been raw vegan for three years. You know, it, it's not like I had been raw vegan for like ten years and. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't actually that big of a deal. It okay, was a big deal Jordan when I Young, said, go ahead, when I said that I wasn't getting my period. So that was like at the that, that was like when I was when I mentioned that. And so that's when I was like, OK, this is there's something to this. But I couldn't really pinpoint it at the time that it wasn't like that healthy for me. I'm
1: going to give you a beauty habit stack tip. So I am a big fan of scalp massage. I have done it forever. And I think it really helps to grow the hair because it boosts circulation. So many Hollywood actors do scalp massage. I'm telling you, it's a thing, the fascia. But here's the hack. You can add a hair serum to this and it makes it even better. And I know this because I've been using Vegamore's hair serum. They have like this product that's called Grow and I just massage it into my scalp. I'm not going to lie. I do it on dry hair. You can do it on dry or wet hair. I like it on dry because I'm not a big hair washer. I like their products because they're never formulated with harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. So really getting in there with my fingers and massaging the hair serum into my hair just really has helped my hair grow. I've noticed just since going brunette and really sticking to a supplement routine and doing the scalp massage with the hair serum that I'm in like a really good rhythm with my hair. These are the things that have made all the difference. Everyone wants to grow long, luscious hair. Give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, him and her listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com skinny. Use code skinny at checkout. That's Vegamore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com skinny. Code skinny to save 20% off your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash skinny, code skinny. The winner of the best multivitamin, in my opinion, is Ritual. (laughs) Something I've been taking daily for years. I recommend this to all my friends, all my family. It is one of the most incredible multivitamins because everything is traceable. Everything's clean, it's bioavailable, and there's nine key nutrients in just two capsules per day. So one of the like weird reasons I like this is it's like minty. There's like a minty essence in every bottle. But also it's soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. But most importantly, it has omega-3 DHA, which helps fight inflammation. And it has the best vitamin D. And it's all in the multivitamin. The one that I'm taking right now is the Essential for Women 18+. plus but I also took the pregnancy one while I was pregnant. So you can mix it up depending on where you are in your life. That minty essence will keep you coming back. It keeps things fresh. You also never like feel sick on it. You know how sometimes you take a vitamin and you don't feel good? Not with Ritual. They have a delayed release design. So you can take it on an empty stomach or with food. Ritual is all about hot data and stone cold facts. Get to know your nutrients on a deeper level with 30% off your first month. Visit Ritual.com slash Skinny to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription order today. That's Ritual.com slash Skinny. Visit Ritual.com slash Skinny. That's Ritual.com slash Skinny. Are you looking for an affordable curling iron that actually works? One with a ceramic barrel to protect your hair and also one that has five different temperature options. Well, let me introduce you to the new Curl Secret by Conair. Okay, I am a big fan of getting a blowout. (laughs) But the problem with the blowout is when I sleep on it, sometimes it's not looking as fresh. If you are looking for effortless curls and you don't want like overly curled hair, this is going to be your new best friend. This tool is designed to give you those like flawless, effortless, simple curls. I like to do a vertical curl. This is so weird, but it's basically where you like take the curling iron and you put it vertically to your head as opposed to perpendicular or horizontal. I like it vertical because I just feel like with this one, it gives you that really soft, easy, classic curl. I've used the Curl Secret by Conair when I'm touching up a blowout. So my move is I'll get my blowout and then over the next like week and a half to extend it, I'll just do little touch ups. And this curling iron is just like soft. It's not in your face curly Sue. (laughs) You should also know the auto curler has an anti-tangle tech that keeps your hair smooth and protected while styling. So it's almost like this heat protector for your hair. You can shop Curl Secret by Conair exclusively at Ulta. Jordan Younger. I yeah. we talked about this off air. She, uh, she was the blonde vegan and she switched to the balanced blonde. And when she made that switch, I will never forget how she got attacked. I mean, it was out of control.
2: Yes. Well, she that's that's when she made the transition from vegan to animal protein. Got so it. that's another transition that I made. Yes. That was like I mean, that's that was four years ago.
0: That's the one where the pitchforks come out.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, that's the that was the bomb that exploded.
1: Okay, so so after the pumpkin, how does it transpire?
2: So after the pumpkin, <laughs> <laughs> I'm vegan for 3 years and this is when my this is when my everything like my brand really grew a lot more because I was vegan so I could reach a bigger audience. So it wasn't just like raw food challenges. It was like I could, you know, more people could actually do this. So that's when I had like my ebooks coming out. And so that's when I had just like everything just grew more, like because I was, yeah, I was reaching broader audience. Yeah. So then 2018 comes around. And that was the year that I started to really feel like, okay, this is like, I'm really not feeling great. Just my digestion, my gut, my hormones, and just like mentally, I was always like very anxious and I always felt hungry. Like I didn't like, I was like, why am I always hungry? I was eating all day. And so that's when I started to work with vegan doctors. I would literally like carry a bag of supplements everywhere I went because I was like, okay, this is for my iron, for my zinc. Like I would take so many supplements and it was like not really working for me. So I moved from San Diego to L.A. in 2018. And then at the time, my one of my team members that was with me, she was vegan for 10 years. And she, she had just switched to eating animal protein. She's like, what if you would just incorporate some eggs into your diet? Like maybe this will help you feel better. And I and that's when I started to like toy around with the idea like maybe this is what I need to do because I've already tried eating all the tofu, all the tempeh, you know, adding more protein and blah, 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 blah. And like nothing was working. So then I got married at the end of 2018. And so once I got married, it was like, OK, I want to be a mom eventually. I want to get pregnant. So I kind of have to think about like my body and my health a little bit more seriously.
0: Question: Was the was not eating animal products specifically a health choice, or was there a moral reason as well?
2: It was more of a health choice. More of a health Eventually, choice. So you, so you didn't have
0: a problem incorporating eggs from from a moral standpoint.
2: Not. I mean, I obviously, I, I when I was vegan, it was kind of like oh, a three and one. You're helping sure. the animals, the planet, and your in your health. So, but it was more for health reasons. Okay. So when I when I started to like I finally made the decision, I was like okay, I'm going to eat eggs. I'm I'm like decided. This was the beginning of 2019, but I wasn't ready. I was like okay, this is the real truth. I had just launched my a program, an ebook that year, the beginning of the year. And that was a big reason. I was like I can't do both things at once. I can't launch this thing that I've been like working on for the whole year and, you know, invested all this money and energy and so I'm going to like Stack them. So I'm going (laughs) to launch this and then I'm going to come out and like say what I've been doing. And so that, like, you know, like looking back, I feel like I maybe would have just been like straight up honest from the beginning, you know, and that's like something that I learned and that I like, you know, take responsibility for. But at the time, I was like, I just need to try this out for myself and like see what happens. So that's when I started eating eggs at the beginning of 2019. And then after like two months of incorporating eggs, how so I, I felt I, I honestly didn't feel like much of a difference at the beginning. Also, I had SIBO. So that was like the thing that like helped like made me change my diet. So I found out I had SIBO and SIBO is small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. So anything I ate would make me bloat like a like a pregnant woman. And I would have I would go days with diarrhea, days with constipation, days with diarrhea, days like that, like for months. Oh Christ. It was bad. It was really bad. And so I was like, I went on this very strict SIBO diet. This is when I first started incorporating animal protein. And Quick question. Yeah.
0: Did they ever tell you what cause what, what the root cause of SIBO is? Or what they think it might well, be? Well,
2: I think it's just just I wasn't feeding my gut properly. So it was like an overgrowth. I, I think it was just too many carbs, like too much, too much sugar in my in like an overgrowth of I think after just so many years of just like my body not digesting properly a lot of these foods. And then you add the stress from just I was like working so much at the time. I was like 12 hour, you know, work days like filming and just traveling so much. And I wasn't really taking care of myself. So then, yeah, I start I I go on this strict SIBO diet and I start feeling good. I add um, eggs and fish like those were the two things I added. I had to completely cut out all grains, all fruit. I only ate like veggies and fish and eggs for like two months. And I started to feel like a little bit better. But then that's so then the news came out that I was not eating Animal protein.
1: Oh, do you and mean so, the news? Like what did someone like yeah. take a picture of you?
2: Yes. I think
1: that's what Brent told yes. me. Someone yes. took a picture of you while it you were. It was a eating. video. Okay, tell me, tell me about that.
2: <laughs> so what happened was that I was in, I was in Bali. I was on a trip with like the, these bloggers. And one of the girls, when we got back, she posted a vlog on her YouTube channel and I was eating fish in the video. And she quote unquote forgot to take it out. And she has, at the time, like 9 million followers on YouTube. So um, sh- the video comes out. And, and then an hour later, she's like, shit, the video, you're eating fish. I took it down already. I'm going to repost it and like cut that part out. But by that time, like there was already like videos on YouTube of people being like, Yovana's eating fish. So when that <laughs> happened.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to. Ravana's
2: <laughs> eating fish. So that is what I think that's what like, I think that's why the news became like so viral was because the way that the news came out, you know, it was was uh, like like like
0: somebody outed you and then they were looking at you like, hey, you're not being truthful about the content to all your followers.
2: What is going
1: on in your head in your home when this happens? Like, are you crying? Are you laughing? Are you indifferent?
2: I was crying. You were crying. (laughs) I mean, I was crying I was like, I mean, this is like the consequences of like not being honest. Like I, I, this is, is, I Yes, people made a big deal out of it. And it was like just the perfect, perfect story to like, you know, influencer with millions of followers gets caught eating fish, you know, you know. And so it was like this thing where I knew that, but then I also, I was like, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, there, this is just the way it happened. And all I can do is just, like, sustain the storm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, not to pick on, on you specifically. Obviously, you've had to pay the price for a lot of this and go through the repetitions of, you know, people online attacking you and stuff. But I think this is, it's a problem for a lot of people that start to build a brand in a specific niche that they then grow out of. Because it's like... Yeah your livelihood and your living and your identity and your community is based in this whole life. And that doesn't, not just for diet, but there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that, you know, whether it's fitness or health or or whatever, whatever field they've chosen, makeup, beauty, and they pigeonhole themselves. And then they can't evolve out of it because they've like, they've niched so hard down into Mm -hmm. this specific thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, I think that's going on. So I always tell people like, you gotta really like be careful what you do and what you put out on the internet because for sure especially if you're building a business off of yourself personally, you're going to personally change, especially, you know,
1: if- I, th- I think though there's, there's a two pronged approach to this. You, you have to be able to change your mind. The, the, there has to like, I understand that people think, oh, because she ate like this, she has to eat like this for the rest of her life. That is an immature thought process. You have to yeah. be able to change your mind. And if you're following someone and you're not allowing space for them to evolve and change their mind, then that's a you problem. It's really not the creator's problem.
0: But I think what you're saying is you got in some hot water Mm -hmm. because you had built Mm -hmm. a business and were monetizing off of a specific lifestyle. And then Mm -hmm. you changed that lifestyle. Yes. People found out without you being able to tell them first.
2: For sure. For sure. That was the scandal. But yeah, yeah, I totally. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I really I labeled myself as like I am vegan, you know, so I really learned to not label myself. Yeah. And to I think it's okay to have like a niche, but like your person is like, yeah, like everyone has is going to evolve and change. But it was just so sudden and no one really expected it. So I think that was a big part of it. And the vegan community is also very like They can be very mean because I don't know why. They're just like not like the nicest people. Like all my quote unquote vegan friends that I had at the time, they just like completely like nixed me out of their life. Like, Are they still vegan now? Some of them. Not all of them, though.
0: I think, well, listen, we've had Paul Saladino on the show. and Paul, not to pick on you, but he went through a change too, where it was carnivore MD and now it's yeah. Paul Saladino because he's yeah. saying like he's incorporating other things other than just meat. There's fruits and there's honey and there's all these things. And it's, he used to be sure. raw too, yeah.
2: right? Yeah. He, yeah. he was raw vegan. Yeah. I did hear, I did listen to that. Podcast. But no, yes. I
0: think, the, yeah. the, I think where people, especially what I was saying earlier, people who make diet, their identity. Yeah. They exactly. tend to be in my experience. And again, like just interviewing a lot of people, the people that are the most touchy about people maybe questioning their lifestyle because it's become, it's no longer, hey, I've chosen this diet and I think it's healthy. And it's it's like, no, this is who I am. And if you attack people who they are, that's why I think they get so upset, right?
2: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because it becomes like your identity and then you become part of a community that you meet other people who think like you. So it just you feed off of yeah, that. It's hard for it's, me to
0: talk to people that are so far on the meat side and so far on the vegan side because yeah. I am tr- I am personally trying to get to the logic of like what is the healthiest for myself, my family. Yeah. But sometimes that can't happen because if you question their way of life, it's like you're not questioning the diet anymore. You're questioning them as a person. Does
2: mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. Yeah. They take it very personal. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I had definitely fallen into that at one point. And I think I was just... I was like health is like the main reason I got into this. And that doesn't feel like it's like it's like it's my priority anymore. So I was like, I need to go back to to why I started all of this. And it was because of health. It wasn't because of veganism. It was like to feel good. So, yeah, the news blows out. It goes viral all over the world. And it was like, like from one day to the next, it was like just you know you're at the top and like everyone loves you, and then like the next day it's like you're getting hate on every single thing, like every single post for a year, at least was getting hate. Like so, I was like at one point I was like, do I really want to keep doing social media? Like it was just a lot, you know, because I was still putting myself out there. But then I but then I thought about it. I was like, this is what I love to do, and I'm gonna just. Focus on the people that do care because there were uh, the haters were just were just really loud, but there were a lot of people that were supporting me and who were who wanted to know what I was doing. Like they were they were they were curious, and so I focused on that, and and then I knew that eventually you know some other news was going to come out and I wasn't going to be like top of mind, and I just focused on my health and I just became like very open to. Trying whatever it was that I needed to try to like be good and be healthy, and so that's when I learned, you know, about grass-fed meats. And we went, my husband and I visited a farm in Orange County, and we saw how the how the cows were grazing around and what they were eating. And even though I wasn't comfortable eating meats yet, I was. It was. I, I knew that I needed to educate myself on the other side to just make better informed decisions and also just feel good about what I was doing.
1: You mentioned off air that that when you were eating raw that you were feeling like hair loss.
2: Oh, yeah. Is yeah. that
1: something that that when you started eating fish, you felt immediately better? or Was that a process?
2: It was a process and it was a process to switch from being vegan to eating animal protein because I I did feel like guilty for eating protein. Not because not so much because of the animals. I just felt like like it was just weird. Like I was vegan for so many years. And so it was like a process, too. So for the first year, I was still eating like a lot of vegetables and just fish and eggs like I and bone broth. Like I wasn't really eating much. So I didn't see much changes in my hair. It wasn't until I moved to Austin two years ago that I got pregnant and that when I As soon as I got pregnant, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to get serious about my health. And so that's when I started eating more protein. And that's when I saw the change in my hair.
1: You probably felt that way about meat because in a way, it's a little it's a violation that that like you eating fish was like put out there. Yeah. To me, that's kind of a violation of your privacy. And so I could understand why even behind closed doors, you have anxiety about Mm -hmm. about eating something yeah because it's like you associate that with being attacked
2: yes yeah i I definitely have like gone through therapy to like work through the trauma because it was so and it's it's a
1: a unique trauma because you can't like call a friend to talk about this because it's what you went through is it's it's not like something a therapist hears every day
2: yeah yeah exactly yeah but it was it was a lot of online online hate yeah a long time
0: there was also like, what'd you say this year was, was like, like 2019 or 2018? 2019, 2019. When I, when, when it came yeah, there was like out. a yeah. weird period of time, 2019 to 20, and, and obviously through 2020, where people were just like revved up online, yeah, okay, there was it was just like, yes, people were just throwing heaters out in the comment section, I know. Um,
2: <laughs> for anything you said
0: from a health perspective. What were the things you noticed different when you were, uh, I'm not even gonna say raw, because I think that was so extreme, but when you yeah. were vegan, and then when you started incorporating animal protein, like what were the, what were the main differences you noticed? And
1: also give us like the, the, the bad stuff too. I mean, maybe they're like, you notice, people want to know all the things.
2: I don't know if there's any bad things. I think once I really like adopted, like, eating animal protein, I was okay with eating it and I was eating it more frequently. I started feeling more of the benefits and brain fog was one of the big things that I would feel when I was vegan. Like I was just, since I was hungry all the time, it was really hard for me to focus and like not think about food for like three hours or two hours even. So that was like one thing I really, I noticed. Another one was just like more grounded. Some, my digestion, obviously, like huge difference like no more bloating like i don't even know what bloating is now
0: that is one thing i think is a is a myth when people say if you have animal products you're not going to have good digestion yeah right i think like that's just patently false
2: Th- that if you oh so that your digestion is going to improve if you don't eat animal protein yeah yes. that's what i thought too yep. that's what i thought but then you're so, so talk about poop poop your poop is just not the same when you're vegan it's just like
1: what do you mean like, you like just it's me. just water
2: like it's like a little bit more watery? Like it's not like fully, I don't know. That was like my case and I and I know some vegans. I mean, too.
0: listen, we, again like people have come on the show and talk about like if you see an animal going to the bathroom outside, like it's not he's not like shotgun spraying water out of his ass. Yeah. He's it's just like a solid yes. dropping, right? Yes. Like that's that's how yes. we're meant to digest as as mammals, right? As yes. as, as humans. I think But like,
2: then it becomes just like a norm. And the vegan like when you're vegan it's just like i don't know it's listen it, if you're
0: about to like launch off the toilet seat and shotgun blast your way up like yeah. your asshole out of yourself like that's that that's probably not good right like I'm, <laughs> I mean, just calling, I'm just calling it what it is Like also
2: your body's not absorbing food as well i didn't feel like my body was really absorbing all the nutrients because my gut was not was not well because I didn't have that good digestion. So even whatever I was eating, like the plant-based protein, I wasn't absorbing it well.
1: I am someone who travels a lot and I'm constantly trying to be healthy when I travel, but it is a struggle. But leave it to the Westin hotels to fix this issue. Okay, you guys, first of all, they have over 200 destinations around the world and they're committed to all things wellness. So what they've done is they've made travel an opportunity to actually enhance your well-being. They have like this whole situation that's dedicated to move, eat, and sleep well. They even have a Westin workout fitness studio. It's equipped with state-of-the-art equipment, and you can customize your workouts while on the go. They have like Bala products that you can borrow during your stay. They really thought of everything. You can do your own thing in your guest room with workout and recovery gear It's all available on on on-demand through Weston's gear lending program. You should know they also have Eat Well. They have Weston chefs and craft-designed dishes to keep your well-being in mind. So they've really zoned in on portion control. They think about nutritional balance. They're just committed to helping you eat healthy, nourishing meals. And lastly, they have Sleep Well. This is all about recharging your body and mind with a restorative sleep. Weston's even has a renowned heavenly bed so they really thought of all the things health and wellness-wise at Westin Hotels. There's amenities and offerings aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well, so you can keep your well-being close while away. Find wellness on your next day at Westin. You guys, the first of its kind. Let me introduce you to Lumi. It's seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. You can use it on your pits, your thigh folds, your belly button, your feet, and beyond. This is actually crazy that there's never been a whole body deodorant invented until now. Of course, it was created by an OBGYN who developed a uniquely formulated pH balanced deodorant. It's aluminum free, it's skin safe, and it's clinically proven to control odor for 72 hours. I had the opportunity to try it out between my thighs. (laughs) And let me tell you, it works. It's also pH balanced for safe use below the butt. And you can choose from some really fresh, bright scents. They have like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. I personally really like this when I wear those really short booty shorts to the gym and I'm working out, especially with Michael. Try it. The thighs is a move. <laughs> you should also know that it's formulated with mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. So it's like a preodorant, if you will. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, And two free products of your choice. They have like a mini body wash and deodorant wipes. It's all free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code skinny at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code skinny. Do you want to be a chef? Do you want to eat clean while you're a chef in the kitchen? Well, let me introduce you to Green Chef. It's the number one meal kit for eating clean, with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Let me introduce you to the number one meal kit for eating clean. Okay. Green Chef. It's nutritionist-approved recipes featuring clean ingredients. Everything they have has no artificial colors, no limited added sugars, and no limited processed ingredients. They have all different kinds of foods on their menu from everything to calorie smart meals under 700 calories, protein-packed meals with at least 40 grams of protein. They even have, and I think this is so cool, science-backed Mediterranean recipes. You can get vegan. You can get vegetarian. Everything's plant-rich, certified organic. I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of like meal delivery services, but this one is really unique because everything is so clean. And I just think this is amazing. If you're busy, it's convenient, but it's also clean, which is so awesome. You should also know that Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, which you've heard of. And so it gives you an option to switch between both brands. Our listeners can enjoy both with a discount. Go to greenchef.com slash 60skinny and use code 60skinny to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash 60skinny, the number one meal kit for eating well. So what are some practices that you do now to pick out your meat? Because I feel like you are very thoughtful about your health. And I would love to know, like, do you make sure things have certain standards when you're eating them? What is your diet now?
2: So when I moved to Austin two years ago, like I said, that's when I really I mean, you know, Texas is so meat like meat is so good here. Like you get you can get it from really good sources. And so I started eating a lot of it. I read the book Real Food for Pregnancy and I learned a lot there. And I was like, because I had had a miscarriage before and I I was like, OK, I need to like really dial down my nutrition during this pregnancy. I started going to the farmer's market. So I try to get most of my protein from the farmer's market, um, which is like local farmers where I live from. They, there's like a, a pork person, lamb, chicken, beef selfishly which farmer's farmers market dripping springs dripping springs it's really good is it on saturday or sunday or both it's wednesday oh yeah it's on wednesday
1: okay you have to send me the info
2: yeah i'll send you the info yeah it's wednesday maybe i'll come meet you there
1: sometime yeah 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 and you can show me what to You'll
2: like you'll love it it's actually voted one of the best farmer's markets in texas i'd like a date there it's totally different from like a california farmer's market because you go to california and you see all the veggies all the fruit here you get like. All the meats. There's even like a local seafood guy there. Yum. So it's really good. So that's where I try to get most of my things. And then also, you know, sprouts or even H-E-B has some like good quality, like grass fed, grass finished. So that I'm really, yeah, that's really important for me. Like for us, for Dorian, my husband and I, like he's like, we're both very picky about like what the quality. And I feel like it makes all the difference. Sure. We get our raw milk also, like every week there's a pickup, or every other week we pick up our raw milk and raw cheese. You
1: gotta give me all these hookups. I'm I feel like give you're you like a drug dealer. <laughs> I don't have a raw cheese dealer and a raw milk <laughs> yeah, dealer.
0: Yeah. Uh, raw by looks the a way, commodity. Raw milk
2: has it's been good.
1: so hard to get right now. I know. It's like, I'm like, what is going on? It's, it's a commodity. It's a it commodity. Ra- Richardson Farms ran out, the one on Barton Creek.
2: I think so. Paul Saladino is the one that that
1: talked about it. And I was getting Richardson Farm. And now I'm trying to find like a dealer to get raw milk.
2: Oh, I have you. Okay, I I got you. (laughs) (laughs) You get on this co-op. It's a whole thing. So basically, like I, I this pregnancy, actually, I've actually focused even more so on protein because I've been doing more weightlifting. When I first met Brent, I was in my first pregnancy and I was going to him like two or three times a week. But I was a little bit like hesitant to lift much because I was like I would always tell him like I don't want my legs to get big because I was coming from like a Pilates background or something. I can hear
0: Brent's response to you in my head.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he'd be like, "They're not going to get big," and so, but I I I wasn't like I wasn't I was still in like that mindset where I want to be like I, I thought weightlifting would make me bulky. Now in my second pregnancy, when I found out I was pregnant, I was already like weightlifting. And I just w- I just work out from home like dumbbells. But I have noticed that ever since I started to eat a lot more protein, just I have more muscle and I have less cravings. And so, your body
1: uh, composition shrinks.
2: Yes. That's your body the craziest com- com- it's part. Crazy. Yeah. 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 I didn't get bigger. No. Yeah, you I know mean, what I, I,
1: else? I, this is so weird. I haven't talked about this enough. I've noticed, too, that the skin on my body and on my face. Mm hmm. Now, the face could be from mewing and mouth taping. Your
2: skin looks amazing, by the way.
1: It's, I swear to God, lifting <laughs> weights, like that your skin gets tighter to the no, muscle. It's not yeah. that your
2: skin's tighter it's you have muscle underneath But it. I do yeah. think
1: mewing... And i I'm obsessed with mewing right now. I'm can't mewing up. But
0: listen, not to not to single <laughs> Tongue women. Posture. Not to single women. I'll out tell here. you okay.
1: But yeah. basically mewing, mewing and mouth taping is like a workout for your jaw in the same way weights is.
0: Yeah, but not not to single women out here. But I think when when men that weightlift hear women say they don't want to get too strong and too big and too bulky. I said like, that. Well we roll our eyes, and I'm like, do you understand how hard it is to put but on not like, That's all we try and do. You don't right?
1: understand <laughs> that we've been ingrained. We've been ingrained to believe that. And then I think there's a lot of women, and I've talked about this a little bit, who are genetically thin and long and lean, who come on social media and they're just genetically like that. And Uh. they say they do a certain workout and they say they eat a certain way, when a big part of it is that they're just genetically like that. There needs to be more conversation around lean women who lift weights all the time.
0: There is not a single disadvantage for men, women, anyone in the world to there's not one disadvantage for having a little bit more muscle mass.
2: Oh no I, I can,
0: just from like even a structural standpoint. But I was yeah. the
1: same way. I yeah. was like, I yeah. don't want this to get big, I don't want that to get big. But I noticed that my pants now are are falling off me, not because, because the body composition is shrunk. Yeah. yeah. Did you, you, you notice you look that? At me, yes, no, I still yes. have my trust well it takes and, a and, year and a half and
0: again like not to uh, to pick yep. on a vegan diet and, and and I think we're going to have somebody on here soon that can speak about you know tr- how to properly get the right protein sources if you choose that lifestyle or that diet but in order to build muscle obviously mm-hmm. you need abundant protein sources in order to sustain it and I think For that's sure. like sometimes when people start to struggle with body composition and they're wondering why maybe their skin is Getting looser, or they're gaining a little bit of weight, or they're not having that composition. It's because you need to do the muscle building, and you also need the protein to sustain it. And it's For hard sure. if you're not getting the right sources. I mean, there's ways yeah. to do it, as you know, yeah. but it's it's okay. I have to I have it. some
1: some I, business that I need to talk to Ivana about. First of all, what are wellness things that you do in the morning?
2: Before that, can I just say that First. I feel yeah. like. This conversation in 2019, I don't think people would be ready to hear. Like, I feel like there's been such a bad connotation on red meat that people are finally realizing and might including myself that like it's actually really good for us and it's not bad and we need it for everything. So I'm just so happy that we're all opening up to this because I think you
1: have to be you, you have to be open to other ideas you know even like no matter what I think I always try to leave space to hear other people's opinions because it's it's like what you said earlier when you when you almost aren't at request for coaching and you can't hear any other ideas besides yourself it mm-hmm. becomes too intense yeah well people yeah. people have to be Yeah,
0: we've talked about this on the show people have to be very careful with extremes because Mm -hmm. extremes get answered with other extremes. People wonder why there's so much political strife in this country is because some people on both sides went so far left and so far right where it's kind of hard to distinguish where the middle is now. And Mm -hmm. as it relates to plant-based and meat is like, you see this huge push for veganism or plant-based diets. And now what do you see? You see a huge push for going all carnivore, all meat. For sure. And I think people have to be careful with that too. Like there's there's a middle ground that exists somewhere that's probably a reasonable choice. 100%. But that's the problem with the internet is the, the loudest, most extreme voices get the most airplay. Of course. Of course. Reasonable people kind of just fall by the wayside. And like, yeah. oh, okay, like people that's... like the clickbaity, yes. loud, extreme stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It calls people's attention. Yes. Yeah.
1: Really quick, before yes. we get into wellness and beauty, yep. did I hear that you got your implants removed?
2: Yes, I did. You have to just talk a little I did. bit about that. I got them removed in 2019, too. And that was part of my healing journey after I started eating animal protein because I started learning about breast implant illness. And even though I didn't feel like I had like big symptoms of it, it just I had well, I was going to initially change the implants, but then I started looking into it and I was like, maybe I just take them off because I started hearing about like the hormone imbalances that you can have. I thought maybe that could, that was affecting my hair loss because nothing was helping my hair. I felt like nothing was helping it. And so then I was like, I'm just going to remove them because my body like never really accepted. I always had issues with them.
1: And did you notice anything
2: afterwards that was better or worse? I just felt like better. Like, mm, you feel lighter. I, I want lighter. Yeah, just, yeah. I can't explain it. I, I get what I you're saying. I just feel, I felt, I think it was part of the brain fog, the the hormone imbalance. I feel like that played a big role in it. And my hair could have been affected by it too. Your hair looks um,
1: beautiful, which is why you have to tell us before you go beauty and wellness things that you do in the morning and the
2: night. So I'm really big on skincare, like non-toxic skincare. What's your Um, favorite brand? I love, Coco Kind is one of my favorite brands. (laughs) And I'm big about, oh, and tallow. I also use tallow. That's tallow on my skin. Talk about that. It's the best. Super hydrating. Like I've noticed that just keeping my skin hydrated helps me from getting like lines on my forehead or like lines that I see sometimes around my eyes. So I've really double down on like hydrating my skin. So tallow is beef fat and beef fat is essentially the oils in it. The fat in it is like very similar to the oils that our skin produces. So our skin like absorbs it really well and it doesn't clog up our pores. So I use that as a moisturizer.
1: Now, here's the thing. After Paul Saladino's episode, I went and rubbed beef fat all over my face and my arms because I don't give a fuck. I will rub fucking manure on my face if it's good for it. But the that. only problem was is my daughter's like, you smell because I smelled like, like beef tallow. So I went and I was like looking for companies. I found one. I'll post it on my Instagram story. That's a small business. It's amazing. That does tallow and they like mix it with some essential oils. Yeah. Is there a brand that you like or are you actually going for the epic beef tallow?
2: Oh, no, there is a brand. I just found it. I can't remember the name. Something at Tufan Ta- Organics or something like that. I have might, it I might it.
0: have it in my office. Yes, yes. You- you the meat, before, the meat mafia guys came in
2: and gave you some. need
1: some tallow. I'm telling you, you <laughs> need a little tallow. You could use some on the lines, the cursive lines.
2: I'm huh. telling you. Interesting. You so uh, yeah, the, I found a brand that mixes it with olive oil and Jehovah oil, and not with coconut oil, which I, I use the coconut oil for my coconut oil and tallow for my belly and for my body, but not for my face. Don't yeah, wanna, you don't, don't want to use coconut
1: oil yeah. on the face. <laughs> okay, so what are some other things that you do wellnessy beauty?
2: I have. So I use a rosemary oil on my scalp before I wash my hair. So I feel like that's helped the hair growth. And I just rub it all over my scalp before I wash it. And then I like to make a mask, a hair mask with eggs and honey and olive oil. So I mix that and then I just put it on my hair Um, and then I wash my hair. So that's. One thing I do for my hair, my skincare, I do like to use the ice roller. Oh, that's um, so sweet. I love it. Um I got you balls. Oh, thank we've you. We've <laughs> come a long way
0: from the raw days.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> a long way. I know. Now even beef beef fat all over my my skin. Um so yeah, those are some things I like to do in the morning and evening.
1: And where can everyone find you, follow you, support you? What is your next endeavor? You are 32 weeks pregnant. Yes, I Congrats. am
2: 32 weeks pregnant. Thank you. I'm about to be a mom of two. Everyone can find me on Instagram at Yovana and my YouTube channel. I have two, one in Spanish, one in English. And my The one in English is Yovana Mendoza, so they can follow me there as well.
1: I think your story is so cool and I think it's very courageous of you to be able to evolve like this on social media um, in front of everyone
2: because my
1: fucking God, does everyone have an opinion? Oh (laughs) Oh
2: my gosh, everyone does. But you just like, I mean, you've been on social media for many years. You just get like tough skin and then you don't, I don't even read the comments. You don't even, you just. No. Or if I read something, I'm like, okay. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Thank you for coming on. I will see you at the Farmer's Market and at Brent's.
2: Yes, thank you for having me. Thank you.
1: Giving away one body sculptor. All you have to do is tell us who you want to hear next on the podcast. We love your feedback. Let me know on my latest Instagram at Lauren Bostick, And one of you will win the body sculptor. Also, go stock shopskinnyconfidential.com.